Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams and VoiceOver Insider Editor Gary McFadden. I'm so glad you tuned in to our VoiceOver Insider Podcasts, where we bring VoiceOver Insider information directly to you. You can sign up to be notified every time we've got a new free podcast or other insider information regarding voiceovers at voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Julie Williams. And my guest today is Derek Chappelle, a a well-known voiceover talent who has really made a name for himself as someone who's plugged in and on top of everything that's happening in the voiceover world. Uh, Whatever it is, he he pretty much knows about it. Um, Thank you for joining us, Derek. We, We appreciate having you here. It's really my pleasure to be on your podcast with you today and be able to chat with you. As I told you a little earlier when we were talking that uh, it's a big honor for me to be with you since I really started out with one of your CDs back in about 2007, 2008 to kind of help get back into this business. So it's it's a real pleasure to be here with you today. You have done such a good job of propelling yourself to the forefront of the industry, particularly for someone who just started like in 07, 08. Um, What advice can you give voice talents of all levels about how to harness the power of the internet to get the attention of prospective customers? Well, I think there's a couple of ways you can use the internet. First off, you know, to get prospective customers or clients, uh, you've got to get yourself out there. You've got to find the right platforms for you to use. Uh, for what your talents or what your niche is. And that is a lot of trial by fire, to be honest with you. Yeah. Find the right platform uh, because there are so many and so many come and go. You've got your basics, you know, you've got, you got Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, things like that. And I think each one kind of dovetails into a different niche if you can find it. Uh, more the LinkedIn, more of the professional, maybe in a narration type of, of mode or things like that for professionals and business. Uh, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, you know, video modes uh, for different clients that may be looking there, commercial modes. So you've got to find the right platform to use, uh, I think. And that is a lot, again, just trial by fire and get in and find the people to connect with uh, that you need to for, for what you want to do. You have like a million zillion Twitter followers. How do you do that? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I've got about 2,400. And I used to worry about the number. When I started out, everybody on Twitter, oh, I've got so many. Oh, I've got so many. And now I don't even look at the number of people that, that follow me because uh, to me, it doesn't matter. I, I've got friends. I've got colleagues. I've got clients on Twitter. I love Twitter. It's my favorite platform to use. Uh, but I built them one at a time. You know, there's ways that people can go out. Oh, you know, for $5, you will give you 10,000 Twitter followers. I don't want 10,000. I don't want 10,000 followers because they don't mean anything to me. The people that follow me and I follow on Twitter uh, are friends that I've connected with, that I want to connect with, that can either help me in my business or they're fun to follow or or they're just friends. And I've said many times, and I've said this on Twitter in the past, I built my Twitter following my friendships one at a time. And the key to doing that is if you follow somebody or they follow you, follow them back. You know, your follows and followers should be about the same number, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and if somebody follows you or sends you a request, check them out, obviously, first. Be sure it's somebody you know and want to hang out with on Twitter. If it is, follow them back. Send them a quick note, whether it's a direct message or a Twitter. Hey, great, you know, great for the Twitter friendship here. Can't wait to see your stuff, et cetera. It's all about connecting, and, it, and it's all about building the relationship and the trust with these people. And I've just done it one at a time uh, and just tried to pay it forward with the people I follow and, and share their information so they'll do the same with mine. I have to confess that um, while I love Facebook, I hate Twitter. I just, <laughs> I, I, I get in there and I think, what's the point? You know, it's an acquired taste. 
uh, with Twitter. And at first I was the same. When I got on Twitter uh, back in when we were 09, whatever that was, I had no clue. You know, I thought, oh, great. This is where everybody just tells about what they had for lunch, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but it's so much more uh, to me. And it, I think it depends on who you follow. Uh, and my wife's the same way. She doesn't do Twitter. She's like, I don't get it. I don't, why did, what do you put on there? I don't know. Uh, I use it a lot, a lot for information gathering for myself, to be honest with you. I follow a ton of news feeds. I follow a ton of voice people. Uh, so at any given time, I can go in and find content that I want from these people, go directly to them, or, you know, my, my Twitter feed is, is full of news and information. I'm a current events junkie. I, I love to know what's going on, when it's happening, et cetera. So that's one reason I like Twitter so much, but it, it, you know, people put pressure on themselves. Oh, I don't know what to post. Well, whatever you want, you know, it's, it's yours. Use it for what you want as a platform, just like you do with Facebook. Uh, whatever you want to share, just share something on Twitter. It doesn't have to be important every time. It can be totally stupid. But that's how you build these relationships with people is to be yourself uh, and to interact with people as yourself. And I don't want to see, you know, for example, Terry Daniel, one of, one of our good friends in the voice business, Terry doesn't always tweet about voiceover. You know, it, it may be about his dog or the weather or things like this. And, and Terry's one of those guys I got to know through Twitter at first because of that personal relationship. Oh, here's a guy who's got another side to him than voiceover. And that's the best way, I think, with the social media is to use the social part. Be social with the friends you connect with. Don't just share gobs and gobs of voiceover information because that, that can get old in the day. You know, pick and choose what you want and, and share personal stuff. And that's, I think, how you develop the friends and, and the people you want to hang out with. You know, I think that's really good advice. And I do that on Facebook and I probably should do it more on Twitter. But you know what? I get on Twitter, 140 characters. It's nice that they keep it concise, but could they could they give us 300? <laughs> they could. Uh, you, you have to learn to abbreviate. And I know that's uh, really caused a problem. Uh, well, for example, with my kids, I don't know if they can write a paper with the right characters and words anymore because everybody abbreviates. But uh, it, it's it's, you know, for people with me, short attention spans, that 140 sometimes is even too long, I have to admit. Wow. Well, I guess, you know, I have to take uh, some of your advice. It's very good advice because I think a lot of times on Twitter, um, I've been posting mostly like we've got uh, webinars coming up or, or there's a free podcast here and there or, you know, so and so is looking for a, a talent of such and such. Um, whereas on whereas on Facebook, I think I have a mix 50 50, you know, not so much what my dog is doing today and what I've eaten, but how I'm sitting outside on a beautiful day. What a great industry to be in or, you know, how I'm caught up and I'm not going to check email all weekend, you know. And, you know, you can do that on Twitter. You just have to learn to abbreviate a little bit, uh, put it together and, and, and share some more personal info like that. And I guarantee you, you if you do that, uh, you're going to get some more people that want to follow you. You're going to get some more connections with people. And the best way to connect like that, too, is find people who are sharing their personal things and comment, you know, reply to it. Hey, you know, it's sunny here today, too. I'm outside. What a beautiful day. That's how you develop those friendships. So basically, it's going to take time. It does take time. Uh, it takes time to develop the, the relationship and the trust with somebody that you want to be a friend with and to see if you share the same kind of content. And one of the ways I built my trust, especially on Twitter and other social media platforms, was I kind of dove into the voiceover blog scene, uh, which to me was a, it was the way I gathered information to get into this business and keep going and to stay current. Uh, there are so many uh, talented people in this business who could also be writers, believe me, from what I've seen on the blog content. Uh, and so I, a few years ago, started deciding that I was going to, that was going to be my niche kind of online. And I was going to share other people's information that they write on their blogs for other people as a way to pay it forward. Because I know when I started out and looking for things online, I, I, there's so many sources out there, it's hard to find them, you know, piecemeal. 
So I thought, you know, if I can put together and pair them with other people who may be looking for them, uh, so be it. And that's how kind of that's how I developed the trust with so many other people in the business. And it has paid dividends immensely in, in the theory of paying it forward to sharing other people's information because there's so much out there. Well, do you know, that's how I discovered you. Um, it was just recently when I was at Voice 2014 and we were doing daily updates and I was doing podcasts from there and interviews and stuff. Um, my assistant, Gary McFadden, told me that I should um, touch base with you, that you had a lot of followers. And so I guess we Twitter friended um, and then you started <laughs> sharing the information and that's when I really discovered you, when you were sharing my information. So I send you information on the free stuff that I've got going on. And that's when I discovered really how plugged in you are with what everybody is doing within the industry. And as a well, full-time attorney, I think, and voiceover <laughs> talent, how yes. do you do that? I don't know. It's difficult, but there are, you know, I, I rely on a lot of apps to help uh, do things so I don't have to spend all my time doing it. But I probably read 100 plus blogs a week. When I say I read, I scan them. You know, I get the info I want out of certain blogs that I need and I scan them. And uh, on my blog on the weekends, I share the top, what I call the top voiceover blog post this week. And that's really how I've kind of made my niche in the business, uh, being online anyway. And um, by sharing those and sharing other people's information, and, and like yours, when you share the information with me on Twitter about an upcoming webinar or podcast or whatever, uh, you know, it's not that hard to click retweet. It's right. really not. You just you send it right back out. And that, to me, is how you pay it forward to your friends in this business and hope that if you share something that, that is important, that they would do the same for you. And to me, it's, right. it's, it's come, like I said, it's just been amazing to me between the people I've met at, at FatCons and, and voice conventions and online, uh, like yourself, you know, somebody whose CD I bought years ago to help learn this business. And now here I am, a guest on your podcast. I, I credit all of that to being plugged in, wanting to be friends with people, share their information and learn. You know, when I share other people's information, I'm soaking it in like a sponge. You know, I, I, I take as much in as I can and, and then want to share it with other people who need to find it as well and hope they'll find me perhaps in my blog as a resource. So you're kind of a, a hub of information within the industry. It, it kind of turned out to be that. Yeah. And, and I, again, there's a lot of other hubs that are a lot more informative and a lot more important. You know, you've got like, like John Florian's voiceover extra, uh, edge studios site is amazing. Uh, so many podcasts, web, uh, webinars, so the voiceover brand tighter. <laughs> yes. Which is one of my favorites. Uh, but again, it's, it's a matter of, of trying to put all those together maybe. So people who are out there trying to find this information can find it in one place. And I've tried to put that together on my blog. I've got uh, I've got uh, links to probably 130 different bloggers, voiceover bloggers on my blog. So you can go right to them. I'm, I don't care. Some people say, oh, you shouldn't share the competitors. Well, I don't see these people as my competitors. I see them as my friends and information sources. So I'm more than willing to share anybody else's link or blog post or anything. So I've got probably a link to 120, 130 blogs on my page that I've created called Voiceover Blog Talk, which is a, it's a magazine looking type of page where uh, every blog each day that I come across, I can plug into this and I share it and you can see them all in one place because if you try and find all these individual blogs out there on your own, you'll go crazy all day. Yes. But here they are in one place for everybody to see. It's called voiceover blog talk. You can find it on my blog, which is the voice of your forward slash blog. And on there, you will find a, a link to the voiceover blog role. You can find individual blogs. You can find voiceover blog talk. I've also got a page on Google plus called voiceover blogs. And that's a community I started for bloggers, not only to share their blogs each time, but kind of talk in-house. For example, you know, hey, are you using this in WordPress or 
I need some blog idea here on how to format this or things. So it's kind of a, a blog insider group, if you will, as well, to help share ideas. So it's just kind of my way to pay it forward for people who've done those kind of things for me. And you can find all that on those links on my blog. Now, we don't have um, much time left, but I, I just want to ask you a couple of quick questions. Okay. Yeah. One is, do you ever use Google Plus? And uh, is that another whole yep. podcast in itself? Or can you give some uh, short thing of advice on it? No, I, I do use Google Plus. Uh, Dave Kavassi, a good friend of mine and kind of my social media mentor, got me into Google Plus years ago. And it's, it's uh, I think Google Plus, it's kind of like Facebook light because there's not all the dog and kitty pictures. It's not all the stuff you see on Facebook that you don't really want to see. It's more of a, it's kind of a cross between LinkedIn and Facebook to me. Uh, Google Plus is good. There's some great communities on there. Dave's got one called G Plus Voiceovers. Uh, I've got the, the Voiceover Blogs community. There's a Voiceover community with about 1,500 people in there. It's a, just another great resource. And I really like Google Plus. And to manage all this social media, you said there are apps that can help you with that. What apps would you recommend? The only one I know of is Hootsuite, and I don't find that one that easy to use. Well, Hootsuite is a, is a main app that I, uh, I do use. It takes some time to kind of learn how to use it and use it to your advantage, as with any of these apps and, and things like that. I use Hootsuite a lot. Um, you know, that's kind of my main, my main hub. But really, as in addition to apps, it's just being organized with what you have. You know, group everything where you want it easily and set up a social media plan. Uh, you know, maybe three days a week, spend 15, 20 minutes a morning checking out your sources or your platforms, updating, sharing, whatever. You don't have to spend all day there, but, you know, don't do it like a shot in the dark. Uh, set up a plan to where, okay, I've got this, this, and this. I'm going to go check this, this, and this this morning. Here's what I'm going to share. Here's what I'm going to look at. And then you get away from it because it'll drive you crazy if you don't. Well, and, and I kind of wonder how I'm going to fit that in when I've got a full-time voiceover career. Yeah, you know, it's it's a fun thing to do for people, but boy, it can be a time suck and it can really be a problem if you're on it too much. And that's why I've encouraged people or people talk to me about social media is develop a time plan and stick to it. You know, set a timer for 30 minutes or 20 minutes, put it on your desk, do what you need to do and then get in and get out. Because if not, your half morning's gone and you think, what did I just do here? I didn't get anything done. So you've got to really be disciplined and set a time and, and make a plan. And for some of us who aren't on it very often, uh, it can be a time suck because we're trying to figure it out the whole time. That's true. And you know what? If, if that's the case, ask somebody that you're not proficient in that platform. Uh, in fact, at one point, I thought about maybe starting a side business as far as being a social media voiceover consultant, because I've had a lot of people who see what I do and, and want to connect and say, hey, you do this, you do that. Can you teach me? Uh, you know, talk to somebody. I'm, there are plenty of people out there even more well-versed in social media than I am and how it can dovetail with your voiceover business. And you know, I know from the friends I've talked to, they're more than happy to talk and share some time with you. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things, once you learn how to do it, just like voiceover or anything else, once you learn how and get your system set up, it's not as, as difficult as it may look initially. It can be daunting at first. We've been talking with Derek Chappelle. Um, Derek, thank you so much for all of your information. Very enlightening. It's been a pleasure, and we'd be happy to talk to you again anytime or share any other insights with social media. And if anybody has any other blogs who are not on my blog role, uh, please uh, send me an email at Derek at thevoiceofyourbusiness.com. I'll be happy to put your URL on there. The more the merrier. Excellent. And now, the McFadden Minute. Hi, this is Gary McFadden. When you're getting started in voiceovers, it's really helpful to have someone critique what you're doing. But who do you turn to? It can't be your mother. 
She's liked everything you've done since you made a Santa Claus out of pipe cleaners in preschool, so she's not going to be very objective. And your father, after hearing your request, is likely to say something like, What is it you do again exactly? The key is to get someone who knows about the voiceover field. It's certainly appropriate to turn to your voiceover coach and ask for his or her opinion. But it's also extremely valuable to know what casting directors and producers are currently looking for. As it turns out, Mark Cashman, who for 30 years has been a casting director, producer, and is himself an award-winning voiceover talent, has a service where he'll listen to you voice a commercial, section of an audiobook, or an audition you're working on, and then provide a solid critique. You can learn more about it by typing Mark, that's Mark with a C, Cashman Audition Aid, into your favorite search engine. This is going to sound like an endorsement, and I suppose that's exactly what it is, since I've used Mark's services a half dozen times. If I were brand new to the voiceover field, just getting started with the online casting services, I'd choose a couple of commercials of the sort I'd like to compete for, get up with Mark, and record a half-hour session with him critiquing my work. That would be about $50 very well spent. In 2014, Mark released a book titled V.O. Tips, Tricks, Tools, and Techniques to Start and Sustain Your Voiceover Career. This book should be on the desk of every aspiring or working voiceover talent. Check the voiceoverinsider.com for more about Mark's book, plus a training webinar he did with Julie Williams in mid-2014. Whoa, I got carried away with that tip, and my minute is way past up. See you next time. You've been listening to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams. Be sure to join us next week for more VoiceOver Insider information and another edition of the McFadden Minute.